Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. I uh, just uh, want to welcome everybody. Today is Friday, uh, so happy Friday, everybody, to everybody who's listening to this. Hope you're either listening to this to go ahead and get your uh, work week done with and maybe you can start enjoying your weekend or if you're in the middle of your weekend whatever the case is just hoping you're having a having a great uh friday so guys i'm recording this on june 10th as i mentioned friday 2022 and i am recording this uh from one of my favorite spots of course in the in my city uh, beautiful las vegas um it's for those of you guys who know what I'm talking about on the east side of town, you guys definitely know what I'm talking about. The view, you just go all the way up the mountain as much as you can, you pick a nice place, and you have a nice view of the, of the strip and pretty much uh, the, the rest of the city. You can see all the mountains and everything and all that. So, um, yeah, no, just out here, just wanted to go ahead and uh, get a little nice view so that way I can record a nice podcast here for you guys for your Friday. And boy, oh boy, do I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. So, the Raiders, Dodgers, and Lakers, of course, I mentioned, guys, always are all over the news and always are all over having, like, all kinds of new stuff going on, you know? And this week has not disappointed at all. Lakers are well underway their offseason. They have all kinds of different stuff going on. The press conferences that they've been having with Darvin Ham, uh, you know, Russ talking about Darvin Ham, so on and so forth. So, that's going to be our main focus when it comes down to all that to, on this podcast. I realized that without being super, so that way I'm not being super inconsistent and everything and all that. Uh, what I'm going to do is each week I'm going to stay focused or at least I'm going to talk last about it, a certain team. I'll give you guys updates on every team, every single podcast. But every every week I'm going to do three, at least well, two to three podcasts for a certain team. And it'll be the Lakers. So this week was the Lakers. Next week, we'll do the Dodgers or the Raiders. I'll kind of think about it. Most likely, we'll do the Dodgers since they are well underway their season. And I kind of want to give you guys a recap or just a, yeah, just kind of like a recap of their their whole season so far at this point. Then uh, the week after that, we'll do the Raiders. How's that sound? If you guys like that idea or something, definitely go and let me know. I hope you guys uh, definitely, you know, understand that I'm trying my best here when it comes down to it. Unfortunately, your boy's very limited. Just so I can give you guys some background on, on what exactly I'm talking about when I've talked about that I want to get better equipment, that I want to be more consistent, and so on and so forth. Your boy works um, an interesting shift, if you, if you, if I would. <laughs> There's times I'm having to work different shifts where I'm working graveyard, working uh, afternoons, mainly afternoons. But uh, it gets a little bit difficult for your boy to be able to record. But I am finding that I can record on on the fly and the reason why i'm saying on the fly and the reason why i mentioned my equipment and stuff like that guys your boy's recording this straight off of his phone from an app i don't have any kind of 
fancy equipment or a like a computer where I can go in and have all this stuff going on. I don't have any kind of fancy microphones, any anything like that. This is straight off of an app for my phone. And I don't, you know, I never pause the, the podcast or anything like that. This is maybe why I really want to pursue, a, you know, a, a career or a job in a radio. Because if I can actually record podcasts on, on one hit, because I never pause this. I never edit or anything like that. I don't have any kind of, I mean, the, the app that I have... It does have editing equipment, or it does have editing options, but it does not, I, I never really use it. It's really limited as far as the things that I could do. And I, and later on, I do want, that, that is one of the things that I do want to, that I, that I want to accomplish or that I want to get, you know, but just wanted to give you guys that background and just so you guys know that maybe that's why the qual that just to let you know, the quality of the podcast might be a little suffering right now, <laughs> but I, it is going to get better. I promise you, I promise you that. So just to get off of all that, just wanted to get right into it here, guys. We're going to open up things with the Dodgers. Dodgers, of course, as I mentioned, they're well underway this, their season and everything. They ended up splitting. I'm really surprised, actually, that they split that um, that series when it came down to the Mets. So uh, they ended up winning the first two, lost the first two, and then unfortunately continued on that losing streak from losing two in a row to the Mets after winning two in a row. They ended up losing the first uh, game of the three-game series with the with the White Sox, but then bounced back and won the next two games and to end up winning the series against them. Now, the White Sox are actually one of those really impressive teams this year as well. Uh, so it was really good to go and see them do that and to, make, and to split with the Mets because ultimately the Mets are one of those powerhouse teams this year alongside with the Yankees, with the, with the White Sox, with the Padres, or with the Padres, you know, you... Have a few different teams in, in that com- in that competition when it comes down to it. So it's definitely going to be an interesting, uh, you know, interesting season, especially getting closer and closer to September. Now, again, it seems like each couple days or so, we're starting to see that certain players are kind of getting their, their their game back, if you would. You know, they're starting to get a little bit more comfortable or something like that. This week, it's been Max Muncy. You started to notice, I guess, it was building up, too. It was started, started to build up in those first two games against the Mets. You know, you kind of see, you kind of saw that he was getting things going, that he was looking okay. The next thing you know, he starts batting a little bit better. He's going deeper into his batting, into his uh, at-bats. You know, before he was only seeing maybe like five or six, seven pitches. Now, was some, there were some at-bats where he was getting into like nine, 10, 11, 12 at, uh, pitch at-bats. So, and that's definitely classic Max, Mun- Max Muncy, you know, when he's able to go in and do that to a pitcher, he he ends up seeing a lot of different pitches. You end up seeing all, pretty much all his pitches at that point, if you're more than 10 pitches in, you know, so you definitely start to recognize them, you know, you can kind of anticipate maybe what might be happening, what might be coming up next. And that's what really makes Max Muncy a, a dangerous bat- batter when it came, when it comes down to it. So it's definitely going to be interesting to kind of see, especially with, you know, having some of these players like Mookie Betts, who's playing just outstanding. I really think that he might be able to go in and get an MVP award this year, just maybe speaking that to, to in, into existence, you know. I really honestly feel that we might have maybe one or two guys competing for that. Maybe even Trey Turner, if he has a similar, uh, similar season as he did last year, where he was even competing for the Triple Crown. You know, you definitely see that that the the Dodgers have you know a certain I don't even know what to call it they have a certain level of of just talent of of just overall talent 
you have they, they have a lot of guys who are able to be, you know, not even triple threats, not even quadruple, but like they they they, they affect all five areas of baseball. When it comes down to Cody Bellinger, when it comes down to Mookie Betts, when it comes down to Trey Turner, those three batters, at least for sure, and you even can include Freddie Friedman because the man has been stealing bases this year. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened, but the man's stealing bases this year. When you have a guy like that, and you even maybe are starting to kind of see that Galvin Lux can become something like that, something similar to that, even maybe even... Will Smith, he's not much of a of a of, of a steal of a base dealer, but when it comes down to for sure, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, and Trey Turner, those three, they can all hit with uh with average. Cody, maybe not so much. I mean, maybe not in the past couple years, but his MVP year, he ended up well, he was right at three hundred. I want to say he was like at three twenty something or three thirteen something like that. So when he really, when he's really on it, he can really be a, a 300 plus, you know, batting average. Mookie has been well above that. He's, I believe, had seasons in like 320s around there. Same thing when it comes on a three to uh, Trey Turner. Both of them, all three of them, actually are, are capable of, you know, um, of 30 plus home run uh, seasons. All of them are capable of 100 plus RBIs easily. 100 and 15 plus RBIs even you know so um they are all ba great base dealers they're all great at defending or, or you know just playing defense all together and they all play their positions very very well you know so it's definitely one of the things when it comes down to all three of those players that just the amount of talent that they have when it comes down to that so anyways just to get off of the Dodgers here and just to you know I'll be talking more about them next week so I don't want to go in and talk too much about them at this point now, the next team that I'm going to talk about, of course, is going to be the Raiders here, guys. If I'm going to make it kind of quick when it comes down to the Raiders, <laughs> there's been all kinds of news and everything. If you guys really want some in-depth stuff, definitely go check out the Raiders YouTube page. It's just as simple as that. Just go to YouTube, uh, go to Raiders, just even just put Raiders press conferences or whatever, something like that. You'll start to see Josh McDaniels. You'll see that there's Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, Derek Carr. The main one that I want to talk about today, Devontae Adams. Now, this man, he had a press conference, or he had like a, yeah, he had like a little press conference that he went to. He ended up speaking about a few different things. One of the things I want to mention is his conversation, or when he ended up talking about Derek Carr comparing to Aaron Rodgers. He ended up mentioning that it's apples and oranges, that it's comparing him to Jerry Rice. You have Aaron Rodgers, who's kind of already done it, who's been there, done it, who's won the championship already, who's, or who, you know, he's won a championship. He's been known as one of the best in, in the league, you know, when it comes down to, when it comes down to just his raw talent, you know, but definitely one of the top, top players or top quarterbacks in the league. You know, when it comes down to maybe comparing them to Tom Brady that's probably one of the only close comparisons you can talk about but just the fact that Aaron Rodgers is that kind of guy who can actually run unlike Tom Brady that's why a lot of people tend to go in and compare him or, or mention him as maybe one of the best you know because he, he's still able to throw with such accuracy and 
while still throwing the deep. Now, he mentioned it. He mentioned Derek Carr is, is a totally different type of quarterback in the sense of that Derek Carr, he really doesn't run as much. Now, he's, he's definitely capable of it. We've definitely seen in the past that he's able to, and he's been working on it in the past couple of years to actually extend plays. Not just necessarily to escape the pocket to go in and throw the ball, but to escape the pocket to actually maybe run the ball and to gain yardage as well now. So the fact that he's been able to kind of work on that, I mean, hey, you kind of have to consider the man as well, at least one of the top, maybe at least 10, I would say. You know, some people think of him as one of the lowest quarterbacks out there when it comes down to it. And I'm like, how could you possibly like do that when, especially year after year after year, his numbers are right up there when it comes down to like passing yards, touchdowns, so on and so forth. You know, even uh, complete, even completions uh, percentage, you know, he's been always up there in the top, if not five, then top 10 amongst all quarterbacks. So, I mean, if you really, if you really want to, if you really want to break it all down, you know, Derek Carr definitely has the potential and the, it's, it's pretty much what Devontae ended up mentioning that him, him, him comparing her, him matching up or, or teaming up with his, with his old college buddy, with Derek Carr, with his old college quarterback is definitely an opportunity for, for both of them to advance their careers or to show what they got, what, what they potentially do and can just cement a big legacy for themselves in the NFL you know, moving forward because they definitely are, are planning on being together for the next three, five years, you know, or so. At least that's from what they mentioned, you know, because it was a big a big thing that he mentioned in, in his press conference that the reason why he chose the Raiders, I mean, one, of course, you know, him being, or not teaming up with Derek Carr, but the fact that he kind of knew, you know, it sounded like he had some conversations with Aaron Rodgers that he might not be sticking around for that many more years, you know, that he might not be there for five years or so, you know, and he didn't really want to go in and go through that transition of him and uh, what Jordan Love, I want to say is his name, the other, the quarterback that they got behind uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point, which is definitely understandable. I mean, you don't, you know, you want, you want to make sure you, you, you take care of your career, you know, your legacy, you know, and, and you definitely you definitely can't blame the man for that or anything like that. You definitely can't, you know, criticize the man for anything like that. But, hey, you know, you definitely, um, I mean, I'm happy about it. You know what I mean? I mean, the dude's a Raider now. You know, when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm excited for it. I know a lot of Raider Nation's excited for it. I know Derek Carr is excited for it. Um, I just, I really just can't wait. Like, I mean, he mentions a little bit about it, how he's super excited to get to work. And it's just been some stuff that they already talked about. I can't wait to exactly. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> you know the. I, I'm really gonna get excited. Not not just for Devontae Adams because I do believe that it's that it's gonna benefit him. You know, but it's gonna benefit Derek Carr. It's gonna benefit the Raiders tremendously. You know, when it comes down to it, I, I really can't think of a time that the Raiders have had this dynamic of a of a quarterback wide receiver combo. You know, probably ever since. You know, Randy Moss didn't really work out the way the way he was supposed to. You know, he ended up tearing things up over with New England shortly the next year after. Maybe Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. That, that's with uh, with Rich Gannon. Maybe that was the last time that I could think of, honestly. You know, but we'll have to go in and see what happens, guys. I, I'm just I just can't wait. I w- I wish that the season would start tomorrow. You know, honestly, or this week, this weekend. You know. Oh, and speaking of this weekend, I'm actually heading out to California. So for friends and family that are, or for family, I'm definitely family. 
I'm heading out there, you know, to go in and uh, celebrate my Tia Ali's uh, birthday. So, so, Tia, happy early birthday. All my family, can't wait to see you. Can't wait to hang out with the family, going out there with the wife and my parents. It's going to be a great time. Can't wait. Um, so, yeah, can't wait to see all you guys. But, um, you know, this uh, this weekend, I wish I wish the, the NFL season would already start. You know, I just can't wait to see this team play. Can't wait to see what the Raiders are going to do this season coming up. But we'll leave it there when it comes down to the Raiders here, guys. As I mentioned, definitely go check out their YouTube page. Um, they have all all their press conferences, everything. All that stuff is all over there, guys. So if you definitely want some in-depth stuff and you definitely just want to talk, just get to know some of these guys a little bit more and hear what they got to say, definitely go check it out. So just to finish it off here, guys, going to be talking about the Purple and Gold, the Lake Show, the Lakers. <sighs> what can I say, guys? This team, every single day, it seems like, are in the news. Darvin Ham has already has already had his press conference. He's talked about how he wants to how how much he likes Russ, how he how he wants to utilize Russ and so on and so forth. Your boy was completely wrong <laughs> when it came down to what I probably thought happened in that interview. You know, probably why he won the coaching the, the coaching interview. I thought it was because he probably said like nah nah, like Russ ain't it, like it ain't gonna work out with Russ, you know? Now, I did mention that if they're keeping Russ, there is a path that they can that they can go when it comes down to creating a roster that's going to be able to work for this team. And the way in order to do that, right off the back, you have to, have to, have to, have to implement spacing. And now Darvin Ham coming, of course, from the Bucks organization, you definitely can expect them to understand that the principles of spacing... You know, they ran a four four out, one in, you know, kind of a system. For those of you guys who might not know what that is, you have four players all alongside of the three-point line, the perimeter. And then you have one guy who kind of just rotates back and forth from the dunker spot to the sh- to the short three to the actual all the way to the three-point line. Uh, at times even playing a, a five out kind of a system where you have all five players on the perimeter leaving the middle of the floor of the paint pretty much, hopefully wide open. Now, in order to do so, I mean, you can't have guys who are just not a threat from the three-point line out there. Otherwise, you're going to run into just people just packing the paint and saying and daring people to shoot it, you know, daring the Lakers to shoot it. Now, in order to do so, you definitely need to have people who are capable of shooting three-pointers. Now, the ultimate way to do so, and what I mentioned in my previous pods, is you need to get a a three-point shooting big, a three-point shooting center. And I mentioned one guy, Christian Wood. This would definitely be a guy who the Lakers should look into. Uh, I really like the guy. I'm hoping that the guy could actually get his stuff together because I think he's had a little bit of injury problems and I don't want to run into another player that, that that we have so many high hopes for, like an Anthony Davis. Now, I, I'm not comparing the guy to Anthony Davis or anything like that, but I'm just saying that with Anthony Davis, we've had so many high hopes, and definitely, of course, they, they ended up winning the championship, and that's definitely one of the only things that we can that we can hope for. Now, unfortunately, though, he's missed two seasons, or you know, due to injury. Now, of course, maybe you can say that's the bubble tax, and you can make all kinds of excuses and everything, but it is just unfortunate. Let's just be real. You know, it's just unfortunate that he had a, that he hasn't been able to play. Now you're hoping that if the Lakers do acquire Christian Wood, 
Uh, we're not running into another situation like that where it's just the dude is hurt and just is not able to play because he's always hurt. You know, because that, that that's just the ultimate way to just kind of blow up the season. You know, let's just be real when it comes down to the, the past couple seasons, they've just been riddled with injuries and it's just been unfortunate injuries and um, in fortunate, unfortunate times, you know. But it is what it is when it comes down to it, guys. You know, we can spend all time crying and, or, you know, saying this, saying that and all that. But it is what it is. Now, Christian Wood, again, would be great pickup. Dude stays healthy, but it is what it is when it comes down to that. Miles Turner, again, I mentioned in the previous pod, if Miles Turner is actually available and the, and the Indiana Pacers are willing to trade him away somehow, if the Lakers can figure it out somehow, I say do it. Whether if that involves trading Russ, I don't, do it. If that involves trading T, uh, Taylor and Horton Tucker, do it. You know? <laughs> if it involves anything short of trading Anthony Davis or LeBron James or, you know, I, <laughs> I really can't think of any other players I for sure would want to keep on that team, you know? At, that point, at this point, anybody's tradable, you know what I mean? But uh, there's only so many players that are actually under contract when it comes down to it, you know. But we'll have to see exactly what happens. Uh, I think at this point, Russ has not even signed that player option. I'm not sure whether if it is that he's actually going to be signing this or whether if he might actually play nice. Maybe maybe he declines it and the Lakers are telling him, like, hey, you really want us to help you guys out with, with the championship? You guys really want us to help you out with the roster? Can you maybe look at your contract and maybe not sign that player option and maybe help us out with, you know, a little bit of money here? Maybe maybe then renegotiate and he comes back instead of $47 million, which they'll have to pay. They pay him thirty. <laughs> that saves him $17 million, you know? Maybe that helps out with the cap room. I mean, I, I could only think that would help out with the with cap room, you know? Uh, with their salaries that they can pay, and maybe they tell them, like, hey, you know, we'll find a way to kick it back to you somehow, you know? And, hey, if we win the championship even easier, we can kick more back to you, you know? Maybe they do that, you know? <laughs> maybe, the, maybe that's something or an option that they can look into, you know? Now, the uh, the other ways, other kind of players that, they, that the Lakers are going to be needing, man, you need to get some size. You need to get athletic guys. It is one of the big reasons why they ended up getting a guy who was out of the league. Nobody, nobody signed him. Uh, he did play against the Lakers in the playoffs when it came down. Or no, was it in the playoffs? Well, he played some of the games for the Blazers towards the end of the bubble. Uh, Wingen Gabriel. Um, the guy is athletic. He's big. He's tall. You know, he has some length on him. He has a big wingspan, and he can actually space the floor. You know, for the for the guy to make the roster and to be a a guy that I I think we should definitely keep in the roster, you know, moving forward, just based upon the the type of athleticism that the guy has, is a big is a big say on we need to get more athleticism. We need to get more guys who can run and jump and and run up that floor, play hard defense. That's one of the big things that I'm expecting from this coaching staff when it comes down to. Darvin Ham and Rashid Wallace, those guys should be emphasis should be emphasizing defense, 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 in order to make their offense a lot easier. I mean, let's be honest. Like, 
You got Russ who loves to run the floor, who runs like with a purpose. You know, when that guy runs, he runs. You have LeBron James who's a freaking freight train. Like if that dude is running at full speed down the middle, you why are you even in the middle? Why are you in front of him? Then you have Anthony Davis, the same kind of thing where, where even if you are in front of him and you think he can take that take on that contact, either he's gonna go at you full force and you're gonna eat eat up that contact, or he's gonna find some way to contour his body, move around you, and just finish with like uh just some just some finesse. <laughs> you know, so for these guys to be on the same team and for them not to find a way to be able to work the fast break is absolutely mind-boggling but hopefully between rob palinka darvin ham this new coaching staff the play the current players with lebron james anthony davis russ maybe even they can find a way to build a, a type of roster that's gonna help them win another championship because let's be honest here guys i'm getting more and more nervous each and every day when it comes down to the celtics and the warriors Celtics ended up getting a nice a nice win at home. You kind of expected it. I, I mean, I'm before I mean before I move forward. I did say the Warriors should be able to win at least one of these two games on the road. You know, if not, then they're in big trouble. But if I believe that they should be able to walk off tonight with the win, they didn't get in the last game on on, on the road. But I'm pretty confident that they should be able to get at this one. I really think, unfortunately, it's going to get to a six, maybe seven game series. Again, who knows what's going to happen in a seven game series, but I'm really scared that on the, in, the seven, in the seven game series that the Celtics would take it. I'm really thinking uh, that, the, that the Warriors tie it up two games to two tonight. Then they go boom, boom, win two games in a row. Win five in the game five, and then they see the opportunity game six, and then they just... <laughs> Go for the jugular. That's what I'm really thinking is gonna happen, guys. <laughs> we'll see. Again, I hope I'm hope I'm speaking it into existence and all that good stuff and everything. We'll have to see what happens with the finals. But I really am thinking that this is gonna be a big, big, big fuel, like a big time fuel uh, fuel source for the Lakers this offseason. They're gonna be running with a, like a, they have a fire lit up under their asses because they do not want to see the Celtics win number 18 before them and then to brag about it for a whole season. I'm pretty sure the Lakers want to get to that before they do. Now, we'll see what happens. I can't wait to see how else they're going to fill out the rest of this roster. Again, guys, thank you so much for everybody for listening to this. To Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, all that good stuff. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Again, West Coast Pod 702. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, email is West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Any questions, anything that you guys got, hit me up, let me know. And as well, guys, if you guys have Apple Podcasts, go to hit me up with a five star review, all that good stuff. And I'll bring it up on the podcast. You know, I definitely appreciate it and all that good stuff. Uh, until next time, that guys, I'll talk to you guys um, next week. I'm going to be doing the Dodgers again, guys, all right? So keep an eye out for those. Until next time, guys, peace.